Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hi friends, in this week's two-part episode, we'll be sharing some of our favorite ways to stay positive throughout your day as a creative person. This is actually part two, so if you haven't listened to part one, we recommend pausing this episode and going back and listening to the previous episode before coming back to this one. In our last episode, we shared five easy strategies for helping you to stay positive, including mantras, happy playlists, and the five by five rule. We've got even more ideas for you today, So we want you to start this episode with a cup of coffee or tea, and we really hope you enjoy this episode and find it helpful. Should we just jump right in? Yeah, let's just jump right into the next part of the list. Let's do it. Don't (laughs) hold back. Why procrastinate when we could just jump right in? Okay. All right. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Number one on the list, tangible daily reminders. So try adding these into your everyday. Okay. So here's how to do that. Tangible is like something physical. You can touch it. You can see it. So we want to get your positive thoughts, not just in your brain, but like in your actual space. First, think of the places you're going to see and touch most often in your day. For you, where would that be, Katie? Well, my phone, obviously. I have a sticker on the back of it. But also anywhere near my tea kettle. Mm Mm-hmm. I was going to say coffee pot for me, but also like car mirrors or like inside of my car. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see what else. Your phone lock screen, either the the back of your phone when you pick it up or maybe your phone home screen or lock screen. Mm -hmm. Um, Other ideas, maybe the fridge, your bathroom mirror, your laptop. So what I would do next, once you've like kind of have a list of those places, pick one to two places and put your mantras that we mentioned in the previous episode in these two places. And you could do this with something pretty, like a sticker or a mantra card, or maybe just a post-it note or a digital image on your phone. Mm -hmm. Or make your desktop background um, your mantra, or again, write it on a post-it note and stick it above your computer. Yeah. Um, So if you struggle with creating habits and sticking to them, um, this is a really great, great way to be consistent about your positive thoughts and be intentional because you've just, you're making it easy on yourself to stay positive. Mm -hmm. So great first tip, Katie. (laughs) Thank you. The second one is to create a gratitude journal or jar. I think we've mentioned gratitude journals before on the podcast, but I recently at the beginning of the year started a gratitude jar. 
mm-hmm. and it's literally a mason jar. It sits on my desk, and at least once a week, I write down something good that happened that week that I'm thankful for, and I put it in the jar. And I can see the jar full of these little paper bits, and just mm-hmm. seeing it, like, wow all these really great things happened this year. Mm -hmm. It's a really great way to stay positive um, and just like kind of have a healthy mindset. And then at the end of the year, you have at least what, 52? At least 52 things that I'm grateful for that happened this year. That's so cool. Third thing on our list is to treat self-care like it's a part of your business. So when you feel good, you create good. Take care of yourself rest when you need to. And don't think that rest is a negative thing. Take breaks. And sometimes it's okay to just break your schedule and put off your to-do list. That's totally okay. Once in a while, just go out and get some fresh air or take a nap or do something that is taking care of you. Yeah. It is not a bad thing to look at your schedule and say, you know what? It is Mm -hmm. a beautiful day outside. I'm just going to I'm going to put all this off. There's nothing else on this list that couldn't wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I am going to go enjoy the sunshine or take a walk. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's freezing rain or snow or I don't know. We don't have have any of these things in Florida, guys. (laughs) But like maybe it's super cold and you're like, I kind of just want to curl up on the couch. Read a book. Read a book in my slippers for two hours. Like that, if you need that rest, you need that self-care do it and don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel guilty. Instead, you should feel positive. Like Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of myself. That's a good thing as a creative person. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Katie, what are some of your favorite like regular self-care things? Oh, so many things. Um, Well, we just mentioned a few of them, like reading a book, Mm -hmm. um, hanging out in my hammock and creating art. So I'll like take my sketchbook out into the woods. We don't even have phone service out there. So I'm not getting distracted by anything. So it's like, it's really nice. And it's a self care for me because it's just me and the woods and my sketchbook. I like that. And also you take your dog for a walk. Yeah. I took him for a walk yesterday and it was really nice. What about you? Uh, Well, and I get that for maybe some people, this is not self care, but like you do you, you do (laughs) you and do it well. Um, I like, need to work out every day. Like I sit a lot writing emails and marketing and working on our Etsy shop. Like I do a lot of computer stuff. And so like about three to four o'clock is usually when I stop every day and I work out. Like maybe Mm -hmm. I get on the elliptical, maybe I go for a run, uh, maybe I do yoga, but like I just add it into my schedule. It's not like oh, I'm done with work. So now I have free time. No, it it's part of my work time. I just make it a normal part of my business to work out every day. Um, and then I will say other self-care is like in the evenings, I love a good face mask, like exfoliating my skin. Um, yeah, I would say like, like skincare is another good self-care that I really enjoy. And I think just something to remember is that being consistent with your self-care, like making it a habit is a way to stay positive. Yeah. And it's like, if you're feeling bad, you don't need to just, you know, give yourself a face mask. And then like, it's another six months before you do something like that again. (laughs) Like if it makes you feel good, just simply make it a regular, normal part of your week or your day. Make self-care a habit for sure. Yeah, exactly. 
Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop, your Instagram, and your personal style or niche as a maker or artist. Well, imagine no more because Katie and I are going to teach you exactly how to make your handmade small business goals a reality, no matter what you make and sell. Maybe you feel like you're not totally sure what you're doing with your Etsy shop. You know you need more engagement on social media, but you hate the idea of showing your face. You feel like you're out of ideas. Uh, or you have weird feelings you're unclear about pricing, product photography, and whatever the heck Etsy SEO is and optimization. Well, we used to be there too. And if we had known years ago what we know now about selling handmade online, it would have made a world of difference. We worked really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy and Instagram for artists and handmade sellers, and it has paid off for our shop, and we want you to be there too. Today, we use Etsy SEO to drive traffic to our shop. We cultivate killer listing descriptions so that we can easily convert views into sales and have a high Etsy conversion rate. Since March 2020, we've been able to generate nearly 10,000 sales of over 25,000 products on Etsy alone without a single paid ad. We just needed a strategy. Wondering what our strategy is? Well, here's what it includes. Niching down so you know exactly who you're selling to, goal setting with daily and weekly workflows, and 100% understanding the Etsy algorithm so that you can drive traffic and write your listing descriptions in a way that sells. We also know how to authentically market ourselves and our products with branding and social media that feels good. And the cool thing is we turned our exact strategy into an easy step-by-step -step guide that you're able to fully duplicate. Our course is called Dream Create Sell, and we teach you the step-by-step -step way to make more sales and grow your handmade business on Etsy and Instagram. So if you've been looking for a way to hit the fast forward button and learn everything you need to know from Etsy experts who have been where you are and know exactly what your next step needs to be, we would love for you to join us. Dream Create Sell is a self-paced 100% online course where we will teach you how to do all of the things we just mentioned in our strategy, including how to stand out in your niche, how to nail your Etsy SEO and your product photography, and how to authentically grow on Instagram. Our course is open for registration now, and we have a special podcast discount code for you, our listeners. The code is PODCAST, all capital letters, for $100 off the course, and this code never expires. So you can go to shopstudiosisters.com today to find all of the information about Dream Create Sell and use that discount code, PODCAST, all capital letters. We would love to have you inside the course. <laughs> Okay, number four on our list of staying positive tips is to unfollow any negative or triggering social media accounts and block people when necessary. This is one of my, I would say, best mental health tips is I we've both had people say really negative things mm -hmm. on our social media about our products or our courses or things that we teach for basically no reason. And mm -hmm. like, if they were in, like, if you had a physical shop and people walked into your shop, they would never say those things to you in person. Yeah. But they're little keyboard warriors <laughs> being nasty. Um, so if there are people like this, like, just block them. Like, delete the comments and block them. Unfollow them. You don't need to see that. But even if it's not comments, it's just, like, you 
see something and that particular account is triggering to you in some way. It makes you feel bad about yourself Mm -hmm. or stressed or upset, like any way at all. Maybe it's, I don't know, anything that could just put you in a negative space. Like you don't need that. So remove yourself from that situation. Think of this as like good in, good out as a process. Or I have heard this quote a lot and I like it. Where your mind goes, your energy flows. Mm -hmm. So if your mind is going to negative things because of certain social media or certain websites or certain people on the internet, if your mind's going to those negative places, like that's where your energy is going to go and you won't be able to stay positive or focused. So just remove these social media accounts completely from your space. And I promise you, it's going to help. If you feel triggered by anything on social media, block them, unfollow them. I promise you it will help with your ability to stay positive, especially when you are like engaging on social media for your creative business. And on the flip side of that, seek out the things that make you happy on social media. So seek out the accounts that you really feel inspired by and you love seeing their stuff every day. Like if you love Morgan Harper and Nichols quotes, um, go follow her. Morgan is so amazing and uplifting. Um, what are some other accounts that you love? Maybe oh. you want to follow um, like the National Park Service if you love seeing landscapes every day. Yeah. Okay. I have one. It's all things Emerald Coast and mm-hmm. it's like our local area. It's literally just beach photos mm-hmm. all day long of all our local beaches. I love that. Um there's also a girl's account I love. I think it's called Project Sunny. And she just shares like healthy recipes mm-hmm. and like self-care. And like, so be intentional, like take out the bad stuff, but don't just leave a void. Yeah. Put the good stuff in too. Yeah. I like that. Number five on our ways to stay positive as a creative person is to make your workspace fit your needs. So Maybe you have physical limitations to your creativity, like injuries or health conditions. Don't be afraid to change up your space to make the to make you the most comfortable while you create. It can actually be really frustrating, I imagine, to craft and create if you are in pain or have trouble with dexterity or any other kind of physical limitation. Yeah, so um, like if you have back pain, no one says that you have to work at a traditional studio desk. Maybe you sit on the couch or you have a floor cushion that you really like. Yeah, I personally um, have a lot of trouble with my wrist. I have tendinitis, so some of the time I will actually just try and paint very loosely. Like I'll do abstract pieces so that I'm not gripping my pencil too tight. Or I actually use my non-dominant hand. I'll just work on things with my left hand. They're not as good. They're not as pretty, but one, it gives my bad wrist a break. And two, it's good to change things up once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is like in regards to if you have these physical limitations, your workspace does not have to look like the perfect aesthetic studio on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It needs to be comfortable and supportive to you. Uh, So Maybe you need to modify your physical space to help ease your pain or or make it more comfortable. Like um, maybe you need a lap desk or a folding tray, maybe a flexible lamp that can come closer to you Mm -hmm. uh, or other tools. There are plenty of other tools too for 
like if you have arthritis or tendonitis in your hands and wrists, like jewelry mm-hmm. making tools that make things easier to grip. Yeah, I have some um, ergonomic crochet hooks that are squishy. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Squishy crochet hooks. <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, whatever it is that could like make the difference for you, instead of being in pain or physically limited and, and as a result feeling frustrated and negative, like do some research, find out what other people are doing. Like Facebook groups are really helpful, like hobby groups on Facebook mm-hmm. for like how to ease your pain or how to be more comfortable when you're working. Because if you are, you're far more likely to have like positive attitudes and like higher self-esteem about your limitations. And as a result, like enjoy what you're doing more. Yeah. Don't let anything hold you back from doing what you love. Exactly. And I have a bonus tip that I'm just going to throw in here. Okay, let's do it. So (laughs) um, that is like find one other like-minded person. Okay. Find one person. You don't need to have a huge group of people all the time helping you stay positive, knowing what's going on in your life or your creativity. Just like find one person who's similar to you and cheer them on. Mm -hmm. So if you have a physical limitation, like, um, like arthritis, like find another creative person who's also struggling with arthritis or tendonitis. Mm -hmm. Or if you have a mental health issue, like anxiety, um, find another person who's like, I have social anxiety, but I'm also going to be creative. Mm -hmm. I like, so find, find just someone else that you have that thing in common with and cheer them on and be positive for them and with them. It can make you really feel connected. Like you're not alone. Exactly. Exactly. So that's my bonus. I like it. So that's it for part two of how to stay positive as a creative person. Creating can definitely make you feel better and has been linked to things like higher quality of life and greater self-confidence. And we hope you have enjoyed these other ways to adjust your thinking and have a positive mindset when you're feeling maybe a little less joyful than usual. Remember that every day you are presented with a choice about what mindset you are going to have and and using one or a couple of extra tools for staying positive can have a huge impact on your daily mindset. If you loved this episode, we would truly appreciate it. If you would take the next two minutes to leave us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As you probably know, podcasts are not free to produce, but we love being here with you. And one of the best ways to ensure that your favorite podcasts keep going is through supporting them with five-star reviews. Also, if you're looking for our free guide to Etsy SEO or any of our other helpful handmade business resources, you can find them in the show notes for this episode or on our website, shopstudiosisters.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon.